this is the beginning of Surah Al-Ma'un. Ma'un refers to those things which a person takes very lightly, which is something considered as insignificant. In other words, these are the basic things in life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealing in the Surah in Makkah al-Mukarramah and it consists of seven ayats. The first ayat, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, in the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. Araitan Nabi Yukadibu Biddin. Allah Ta'ala says that, O Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, have you not seen the person who denies the day of recompense, but the day of judgment, the day of Qiyamah? person who denies it and does not believe in it and rejects it, have you not seen that person? And Allah Ta'ala describes who are these people. But the first quality in them are those people who repels, repulses the yateen, the orphan, who chases away and pushes them away. In, in other words, when a yateen is in need, at that moment now he stretches his hand out or he asks for help and then that person just pushes him away, he repulses, he, he repels him and he chases him away. So the, the yateen, the orphan has great rights of us. Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told one sahabi, Oh, that to remove his hard-heartedness, take your hand and put it over your head of or over or often, perhaps this will bring kindness and softness in your heart. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned that person who looks after a yateen, a orphan, then me and him will be in Jannah close together. In another hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi gave glad tidings of Jannah and gave so much of fadilat and virtues for that home who has a yateen. The best home is that home which has a orphan who looks after the author or orphan. So there are great rights upon the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when it comes to a yateen and orphan. The second one, وَلَا يَحُدُّ عَلَىٰ طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينَ Allah Ta'ala mentions that He does not encourage the feeding of the poor. That a person is so miserly, he is so tight-fisted, that uh, the person who I mean, a person is in dire straits, he is begging, he comes to your door, or he comes to your window at the, uh, at the intersection. We are not talking about those beggars who are hassling on the people all the time, or using this money for all wrong things. We are talking about those people who are desperate, and who are genuinely in need, they are forced to go out and to ask for help, and they are in need, they have to look after their families. So yeah, the person does not encourage the, 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 the feeding of the poor. If a person comes forward, then he belittles him, he changes him away. And he tells others, don't them, why are you wasting your money? Keep that money, you can use that money for better use, you can invest it in a new car, buy a better home. 
buy this, buy that, and don't waste your money on these poor people. Your hard-earned money, enjoy it. So these are the statements, sentiments people make. The third quality Allah Ta'ala says, فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ يُرَاؤُونَ وَيَمْنَعُونَ الْمَاعُونَ In fact, Allah Ta'ala mentions over here the destruction, wail. Wail is destruction being for those musallis. Which musallis? Those who are performing salah. الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ Those who are very unmindful and neglectful of the salah. They are very very heedless in the salah of theirs. The ulama explain, wail could also mean a valley of in Jahannam, which is the name of the, of the valley is called wail. Where big big serpents and pythons are waiting for that person, Allah save us all. And the ulama explain that who is unmindful of his salah could mean various things. First and foremost, he does not perform salah at all. He hears the azan, he hears the mu'azin calling him, Hayya ala salah, hayya ala al-falah. The masjid or the musallah is easily accessible to that person, but he does not go and perform salah at all. He misses salah totally. Or he could mean that person who reads his salah, but he reads his salah in the incorrect times. He reads his Fajr Salah after sunrise. He reads his Asr Salah after sunset. Or he reads his Zohar before Zawal. So he reads his Salah in incorrect times. The third one is that he reads his Salah. He reads it at his correct time, prescribed time. But he is unmindful of the ethics and the fundamentals of Salah. He does not fulfill the Faraiz, the Wajibat of Salah. The fourth one is that he does all three things, he performs his salah, he performs his salah on time, he is mindful of the fundamentals and the rules of salah but he is totally oblivious of his salah, he starts his salah and intentionally now his, his, his mind roams from here to here, he starts thinking about uh, some property of his, of his business, about some uh, a family matter intentionally, one is unintentionally, his mind drifts his mind thinks about certain things different thoughts come to a person yeah, that is different. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can overlook. This is unintentional. But intentionally a person now starts to look and plan, etc. Alladheena hum an salatin sahoon. The next one, Alladheena hum raoon. And if they perform salah, they perform it in the form of ostentation and showing off. وَإِذَا قَامُوا إِنَ الصَّلَاةِ قَامُوا قُسَالًا That the munafiqeen, Allah Ta'ala mentioned, that when they stand up, they stand up in salah very lazily. And they, are, they, are, they don't have any fikr for salah. They are so, so lazy that Allah Ta'ala mentions kusala. They are so negligent of the salah, so lazy. And they, they show off to other people. They just performing salah, reading salah with the intention of impressing other people of ostentation or showing, uh, or showing off there is no ikhlas there is no genuine uh, need and intention of sincerity in the salah and then the last one that, that is why the salah is called ma'oon 
that they prevent from giving things which are basic things, basic necessities. The Nama explained that if someone has to come ask you of those things which are trivial, which are insignificant, for example, a person come and ask you for a needle or for some cotton or to or the use of a pot or a matchstick to use to light a fire. Other Nama explained it could refer to three things, water, uh, fire and salt. These three things a person shouldn't uh, 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 stop a person, assure a person person shouldn't refuse. If someone asks you of these three things, water, water we understand. As Aisha radiallahu to Nabi that water we understand. If a person needs water, then we should give water. But what about fire and what about salt? Nabi mentioned, if a person has to give a, 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 a flame of fire to another person to cook a meal, then whatever meal or meals are cooked with that fire, all that is written as sadaqah in his favor. A person who gives salt and that salt is mixed with that uh, and gives it flavor and all that uh, food that is given uh, is written as sadaqah in his favor. So yeah, we should not refuse any person. I don't know, my explain this refers to zakat, the two and a half percent. That one is you feel you are so miserly to Allah when it comes to a salah. When it comes to the creation, you are miserly to them. You do not discharge your zakat. Or when you discharge your zakat, you start complaining. And Nauzubillah, you make statements that this is like an imposition upon us. This is a tax upon us. This is a, a burden upon us. Why do I have to give the two and a half percent? My hard-earned wealth. So, uh, so Allah Ta'ala says, these are the people who are deserving of the hellfire. So Allah Ta'ala uh, uh, grant us the tawfiq that we remove this stinginess and hard-heartedness and tight-fistedness from our hearts and we become generous and we do everything for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not for name and fame Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq